Imagine your new bathroom. A sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. Welcome to the New Heights Show on Education. I'm Pamela Clark, founder and director of the New Heights Educational Group. And I'm here with David Smith, the founder of Silicon Valley High School, who has helped us get these podcasts produced and delivered to you. Yes, Pamela, when we saw the great things that you and your army of volunteers were achieving at New Heights, we wanted to get involved. We're happy to work with you to leverage the internet and make quality education accessible and affordable to everyone, everywhere. Thank you, David. We appreciate Silicon Valley High School helping us to get these podcasts out to the hundreds of thousands of listeners from all over the world. So I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to the New Heights Show on Education. I am your host, Erica Hansen. Today's episode is pre-recorded. I'm recording this episode on April the 6th. Um, I will actually be out on <clears throat> the regular Thursday, so I thought I'd pre-record an episode for you guys. So today's topic is going to be um, strokes. So we're returning to the neurological aspect of the body. Um, so what is a stroke, really? Um, a stroke occurs when blood flow to the brain is either interrupted or slowed down. Um, getting care for a stroke victim is critical as neurons begin to die immediately, causing brain damage. Um, anybody, you know, most doctors will tell you that, you know, if you have any idea that you might be having a stroke, to get to the nearest hospital or emergency room, um, ASAP, because <clears throat> the sooner you get to care, the sooner they can try and fix the problem, correct the stroke, and therefore the less neurons you lose, the less brain damage you have as um, a result of the stroke. So that's why they really encourage people to get, um, you know, get to a medical facility as fast as possible if there's a stroke. So what are the types of stroke? So there are two types of stroke, ischemic and hemorrhagic. Of the two, ischemic is the most common. Um, it occurs when a, blood, when a blood vessel narrows or is blocked entirely, causing an interrupted blood flow to the brain. Um, arteries may be blocked for a number of reasons, um, including blood clots and, and fat cells. Um, some re research now indicates that COVID-19 may increase the risk of ischemic strokes, um, but of course more analysis needs to be done before scientists can make a connection um, between the two. Uh, COVID-19 is still a very new virus. There are variants coming out, it feels like practically every day, so um, research is still ongoing. Um, hemorrhagic strokes occur when a blood vessel bursts or leaks. Um, there are many reasons why someone may have a hemorrhagic uh, stroke, including, there are a few, 
uncontrolled high blood pressure, over treatment with blood thinners, which are anticoagulants, uh, bulges or, or weak spots in your blood vessel walls. This is also called an aneurysm. Uh, trauma, such as a car accident, um, any type of, like maybe a fall, you know, work accident, any type of accident. Um, protein deposits in blood vessel walls that lead to weakness in the, ve in the vessel wall. Um, this is called cerebral amyloid angioplasty. Um, so again, it's another weakening of the blood vessel walls. Um, additionally, those who have suffered an ischemic stroke are at risk of having their condition turn hemorrhagic. So you're at higher risk of getting a hemorrhagic stroke if you've had an ischemic one. Ah, tongue twisted today. So uh, the other um, the other type of stroke is called a transient ischemic attack, and that's um, what's referred to as a TIA. So if you hear anybody say, I've had a TIA before, then that's what they're talking about. Um, they're speaking of an isch isch ischemic stroke. Um, these are also referred to as many strokes. In a TIA, a person may suffer a stroke for as little as five minutes, and symptoms are usually not permanent. Like any ischemic stroke, TIAs are caused by blood clots or other matter blocking blood flow to the nervous system. So pretty much it's a many ischemic stroke. Um, of course, seek help even if the symptoms subside again. Um, because without testing, doctors will not be able to determine if you've had a TIA or an actual full-blown full stroke. Um, if you have had a TIA, it increases your risk of having a full-blown stroke later in life. <clears throat> so I'm going to st stop here for a moment, and we're going to hear about um, what NHEG has in store for the month of April. I'll see you on the other side of the break. There is a lot of exciting happenings here at New Arts Educational Group. And here are your announcements for the month of April 2021. Happy birthday to Ariana Penzo, April 2nd. Arlen Yu, April 7th. Greg Clark, April 9th. Benjamin Clark, April 12th. Sapna Shukla, April 16th. Katie Bushok, April 19th. Joy T. Agar, April 24th, Sarika Gaba, April 29th. An happy anniversary to the following people. Chinme Avi, April 3rd, Mingui Chong, April 14th, Chad Stewart, April 16th, John Atkins, April 30th. A special thank you to Friend Weiner for donating nine photographs on canvas pictures for NHEG walls. We will treasure this always. New Heights Educational Group and Pamela Clark are now ambassadors of the American Business Awards. A special thank you to Silicon Valley High School for their continued sponsorship of this radio show. New Heights Educational Group has announced new affiliations with ABC Mouse and Gamefly. ABC Mouse, Reading IQ, and Adventure Academy offers a step-by-step -step learning path with 10 levels, over 850 lessons, and more than 10,000 individual learning activities. Learn more at abcmouse.com. Gamefly has been the leader for renting the best video games 
through the mail to gamers in the U.S. for the last 18 years. NHEG will earn commission on each new user that signs up for the free trial or one of the prepaid plans that start at $9.5 per month. Gamefly offers over 8,000 titles for PS4, PS3, Xbox One, Xbox 360, Nintendo Switch, and other consoles. There is no better way for gamers to make the most of their new system by using Gamefly. Learn more at www.gamefly.com. New height Educational Group Executive Director Pamela Clark stated, We are always looking for ways to grow offerings and bring opportunities to the public. These are two great examples. We look forward to a lasting affiliation with these organizations. To learn more about NHEG, visit www.newheighteducation.org. NHEG announces a new partnership with Natural Born Leaders, which includes their Active Learning Starter Program and its teacher supports online training program. Visit preschool.naturalbornleaders.thinkific.com slash courses slash active learning booster for a full information on the content and instant access to free model with free video training materials. The ambassador program and partners and affiliations provide funds to NHEG when someone places an order. Thank you for the continued support of all state insurance and all those that donated through our Facebook fundraiser. We couldn't accomplish what we do without you. Do have a great month. <coughs> Welcome back to the New Heights Show on Education. Of course, I am your host, Erica Hansen. Um, if you're just joining us, today's topic is strokes um, and TIAs. Um, this is a pre-recorded show, as I will be out on Thursday, so I wanted to get something out for you. So what are the risk factors for a stroke? Um, so a few risk factors are being overweight, drinking heavily, um, physical inactivity. Um, this is especially important considering that we are experiencing lockdowns due to COVID-19. Um, and I'm as guilty as the next person, but do try to get out, maybe take a walk around your neighborhood if it's safe. Um, try to get that exercise in. Um, some other risk factors are diabetes, obstructive sleep apnea, Cigarettes, um, secondhand cigarette smoke, cardiovascular diseases, including heart failure, um, a history of stroke in, the, in your family. Also, age is a factor. Usually people 55 or older are at higher risk of, for stroke. Um, race is a factor as well. It seems uh, that African Americans are at higher risk for strokes. Um, sex. Uh, men are at higher risk than women, uh, but when women do have a stroke, they're usually older and die more frequently. Um, hormones. Use of birth control pills or any other therapy that uses estrogen increases the risk. <clears throat> so that, that last one about um, any, any birth control therapy that uses estrogen being a factor for stroke is, is interesting to me. Um, so what are some of the complications you can experience with a stroke? So these complications can be um, paralysis or loss of muscle function, especially on one side of the body. 
trouble speaking, swallowing. This occurs when the muscles in the mouth or throat are affected. Additionally, depending on the part of the brain affected, you may have difficulty speaking or understanding language. <clears throat> Memory loss. Um, this, is, this one's common. In addition, somebody who's suffered a stroke may have trouble with judgment, understanding concepts and reasoning. Um, they may also have emotional issues. Um, people who have a stroke may develop depression or have difficulty regulating their emotions. Um, they also may have pain and tingling on, on the side uh, that the stroke most affects. Um, the range of symptoms a stroke victim uh, has depends on what part of their brain is affected. Again, um, strokes basically cause brain damage. So you're certainly not going to have all of these symptoms, but depending on which portion of your brain is damaged, um, you may have a few of these symptoms because your brain assigns different functions to different parts of, you know, of the brain. And so, you know, you can, for example, have full dexterity, um, but your, the, um, the language center, the, the speaking and understanding language section of your brain is damaged. And so therefore you will get, um, have problems in that area. <clears throat> so I'm going to take another quick break before we get into prevention. Um, just so we can hear a notice from our, our sponsor, our, our sponsor, uh, Silicon Valley High School. This podcast is brought to you by Silicon Valley High School, the world's fastest growing, video-based, self-paced, teacher-supported, fully accredited online school that's recommended by more than 96% of students. Take individual courses at just $95 each or earn your high school diploma at any age. Check us out at svhs.co. Welcome back to the New Heights Show on Education. I am your host, Erica Hansen. So the last two segments, we've been talking about strokes, um, how they happen, why they happen, and some of the symptoms and during a stroke and also after the stroke. Um, so what are some prevention uh, methods for preventing a stroke? Um, a lot of lifestyle changes can help prevent stroke. Um, again, managing high blood pressure, cut high fat foods out of your diet, managing your diabetes if you have it, um, exercise and weight control, um, eating fruits and vegetables, um, treating sleep apnea, and not taking illegal drugs such as cocaine, heroin, or methamphetamines. Um, as always, talk to your doctor to develop a treatment and prevention plan tailored to your needs because not everybody is the same. Um, pretty much this, these suggestions fall in line uh, with the suggestions made by a lot of nutritionists um, to people who want to lose weight. So that's uh, pretty common. So in addition to lifestyle, lifestyle changes, your doctor may prescribe an anticoagulant, which is a blood thinner. 
Um, this is to keep the blood clots from forming in the arteries. Aspirin is the most common, common anticoagulant, and a doctor may prescribe low doses of it to a person at risk for stroke. So if a person, say, has had a heart attack, for example, um, some doctors may prescribe aspirin, usually baby aspirin, very, very low, low dose of aspirin, um, post a heart attack or, um, again, probably post a stroke as well to make sure that blood clots don't form um, so they can't block an artery. <clears throat> so diagnosis and treatment. Um, again, a quick diagnosis is key. Um, which is why getting to a hospital is so important. <clears throat> Once there, a potential stroke sufferer will have a number of tests done to determine if they have indeed had a stroke and what type of stroke it is. Remember, we talked about the, few, the two types of stroke um, earlier. Some of the tests administered are um, CT scans, MRI scans, uh, carotid ultrasound, um, I'm assuming that's actually the carotid artery in your neck. Um, cerebral angiogram, again, that's checking the brain to see if there's any damage. And an echocardiogram, which involves the heart, and they're checking to see if there are any blood clots near your heart. That's what um, There are uh, several other tests that are run. Um, <clears throat> I won't go through the whole list here. So... What is the treatment for a stroke? Um, we'll get we'll get to that right after this break. Um, NATG just has a short break for us to enjoy, and I'll be right back with you on the other side. Hello, listeners. If you're enjoying the New Heights Show on education and want to support or donate to our organization please visit www.newheightseducation.org. And while you're there, check out our online store at new-heights-educational-group.myshopify.com. Welcome back to the New Heights Show on Education. Today our topic is strokes. So previously in the other segments we have been talking about what a stroke is, um, what it looks like, and how people diagnose a stroke. Um, <clears throat> now we're getting into treatment for a stroke. So there are different treatments depending on what kind of stroke you get, you have. So for an ischemic stroke, which we had talked about earlier, um, IV medications are, must be administer, administered no later than four hours after the stroke. Actually, it said 4.5, but um, at least, for, you know, no later than four hours after the stroke. Um, this helps break up clots and increases a person's chances of recovering fully rather than having damage. Um, the earlier the medication is given, the better the chance. Or, and or, a emergency endovascular surgery may happen, which is when a physician will go in and work with the blocked vessels directly. 
Um, this procedure has been proven to significantly lower the risk of disability from ischemic stroke. Um, doctors may deliver medication directly to the brain uh, via catheter or use a stent retriever to unblock the affected arteries. Um, these are the major treatments for ischemic strokes. Um, there are others, but all must be administered quickly to avoid major long-lasting damage to the brain and nervous system. So how do we take care of a hemorrhagic stroke? Um, again, emergency medication. Um, you may be given medication to lower your blood pressure, reduce vessel, vessel spasms, and relieve pressure on the brain. Um, additionally, if you're on a blood thinner, such as aspirin, doctors will administer medications to counteract the blood thinner's effects. Um, the goal of a blood thinner is to keep blood from clotting. Um, because of this, there's an increased risk of excessive bleeding uh, during a hemorrhagic stroke, um, especially if you have to go into surgery. Um, if necessary, emergency surgery may be required. So what about recovering from a stroke? There is uh, quite a bit of... <clears throat> of things that need to happen for a person to recover from a stroke. Um, people can recover fully, um, but it's quite a rehabilitation regimen. Um, usually stroke victims are closely monitored for a day or so in the hospital. Um, assuming all goes well, your doctor will um, prescribe you rehabilitation therapy. Um, this focuses on helping the patient regain as much functionality as they can. Depending on the type and severity of the patient's stroke, several specialists may be assigned to their care. Um, these specialists include, but are not limited to, a physical therapist, a neurologist, a dietitian, a speech pathologist, caseworker, a psychologist and psychiatrist. Um, there, like I said, there are many more specialties that may be involved in the care of a stroke victim. Um, it depends on the needs of the individual. Again, very highly individualized. Um, so I would always talk to your doctor if they have anything for you to do post having a stroke. Just, you know, I would say, you know, just be careful watch what you eat, um, exercise, try to keep that risk of stroke low. Um, there are like uh, doctors really want to see if you do have a stroke, they really want to see 100% recovery. They try to get as close to 100% as they possibly can. Um, of course, sometimes that's not, um, that's not, they're not able to do that. Um, but they do do quite a bit to try and mitigate the damage that's done by a stroke. So I hope you enjoyed the discussion of strokes today and the effects of strokes. Um, I will, of course, leave links in the show notes for further information. Um, again, if you think you may have had a stroke, it is imperative that you get to a hospital as soon as possible in order to minimize the damage done to your nervous system. Uh, do not wait to get to a hospital. 
um, if you think at all that you've had a stroke or are having a stroke, make sure you get to a hospital. They'd rather see you there and save your life than not see you and then you have the possibility of dying. So that is extremely important. So if you have any questions for me or any show topics, uh, please shoot me an email. It's Erica H. That's Erica with a K H at newheightseducation.org. We will be uploading this what this episode to our website at newheightseducation.org. If you missed the first section of this um, this show, by all means, it will be loaded and you can re-listen to it there. I hope everybody has a great week and take care. At One Day University, we feature hundreds of top-rated professors from Stanford, Harvard, Michigan, Texas, UCLA, and other schools across the world to explore history, music, politics, art, science, and much more. Every Wednesday, our weekly scholar newsletter includes five fascinating short video clips of our most notable professors discussing a brand new topic, plus special reports and topical debates as well. Sign up for free at OneDayU.com. That's O-N-E-D-A-Y-U.com.